This is Performance Time, the show about site reliability and human beings. I'm Stephen Townsend. Hello and welcome to Performance Time. Today I am here in my new house, which is pretty much empty, but I've moved my computer across and I have some peace and quiet to record an episode. So that's uh, pretty exciting. And I'm here in the kitchen because the new house doesn't have any internet yet. And I've had to run a cable through to the, uh, our old house, which is on the same section. When I started as an SRE, I wanted to forget about everything I knew and have a completely open mind and be open to new ideas and ways of thinking. What I didn't want to happen was that I would just be a performance engineer who focuses on production monitoring. I wanted to see all that SRE could possibly encompass. One of the consequences of that is that the work I've ended up doing has been unexpected at times. In our first engagements, we've been working alongside delivery teams who deliver software and operate software. And one of the common themes we've already seen is that documentation is an area of opportunity and of challenges. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. So when you think of SRE, you might not think of documentation as an important part of that. But I think it absolutely is. I think that good SRE documentation should be easy to manage and maintain, of course, easy to access and consume by those who need it, and also enjoyable to contribute to and to read, which is something we don't often think about with documentation, (laughs) Documentation and uh, joy seem to be antithesis of each other, but I think that documentation can be fun. So why? Why do we need good documentation? Well, there are many reasons. The most timely at the moment is the fact that we have something called the Great Resignation going on. People are leaving and getting new jobs. There's a lot of turnover in many organizations, and we are losing people with knowledge And when they leave, that knowledge disappears with them. Now, that's not good for the organization. It's not good for anyone. If you have good documentation, if that information is out of people's heads, written down somewhere and accessible, it makes that whole turnover situation less detrimental to the organization. In a similar vein, most of the teams that I've worked with have one or two senior engineers who have lots of knowledge that nobody else has. Only they can do certain things. There are many people on the team who can't do those things, and so the senior engineers become a bottleneck. Getting that knowledge around what they do and the processes that they follow out of their heads and onto the page is also incredibly important. If you've read the Phoenix Project before, it's the character of Brent. And if you haven't read the Phoenix Project before, You should. It is a very enjoyable read and important for anyone who works in software delivery or operations. Good documentation also makes onboarding new people easier. If you have great documentation around that onboarding process, you get people up to speed quicker. There's less time required from the existing staff to get people up to speed. It's always a good thing. Even when you don't have a team, say you worked by yourself, having a place to put not a knowledge base to put information about what you do and what you've learned is equally as important because you can't remember everything. I've stopped doing performance testing. It's been four months, right? 
but I have a knowledge base full of information about how to use JMeter and all the other tools that I work with. So if I have to go back, I won't have to stretch my memory. I can just re refer back to what I wrote in the past. Of course, in many situations, there is a knowledge base, there is documentation, but nobody uses it. Maybe they can't find it. Maybe it's really hard to read or to find the information that you're looking for. And in many cases, teams find maintaining documentation challenging. It seems like a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. So what does good documentation look like then? I think it tends to have a consistent structure. So it's easy to find where things are. And also, you know where to put things if you want to contribute to it. Now, there is an exception to that rule. There are some tools designed specifically for the ability to enter chaotic information and it self-organizes. For example, uh, MediaWiki, which is the technology that Wikipedia is built on. You can create pages and add links to other pages that don't exist yet. When that page does exist, the link will work. That kind of thing's fantastic. Another tool that one of my colleagues uses is called Joplin. I haven't used it myself, but it sounds similar in that regard. If you like checklists, which I do, check out workflowy.com. You can have infinite nested checklists for anything you want. I think that good documentation tends to have a sensible order or a flow to things. You know, putting your instructions in chronological order, for example. There also needs to be enough detail to your documentation that your audience can get all the information that they need. I think we should assume that our audience member is a grad who's just joined the team. They don't have context, they don't know anything. So give them all the instructions they need. Don't make assumptions about what people do and do not know. I think good documentation is achievable to maintain. That comes down to, in part, the tools that we use for our documentation, also how we document and the structure we use, and how tied the documentation content is to the state of the software. For example, you don't want to have to update your documentation significantly every time you deploy. That's impossible, right? Good documentation should ultimately be a joy to read and contribute to. It should be, I mean, I find contributing to or reading good documentation satisfying. And it should be. Why should it be different than anything else that we do? Why make it this afterthought that we don't want to do? Why don't we make it an integral and interesting part of our work? So what's stopping us from having this amazing, interesting and helpful documentation? One of the things which is really tricky is making documentation accessible. So imagine there is someone in your organization who doesn't know you and doesn't know your team, but they are looking for some information that you know. Now, would they be able to find it? Would they know where to look in the first place? Which, which tool to go to, for example? The answer is probably no. So how do we change that? How do we make it so anyone who needs that information can find it? The other challenge, of course, is how to make the documentation enjoyable to read or even readable in the first place. It's tricky. It's a whole skill set. It's not something we ever taught. We have to either organically be good at it, which I don't think many people are, or you have to do research and look into it and do trial and error and find what works for you and for your team. It's a real challenge. 
to get the right level of information so you're not overwhelming people, but there's enough information so people can actually act on that knowledge. The other challenge is how much work is required to maintain documentation. There's nothing worse than having to go back and redo and redo and redo the same set of information constantly. So how do we avoid that? How can we structure the knowledge or put the knowledge in a generic enough way that we don't have to continually update it, but it still provides value? And then there's the big one. How do we get people invested in doing documentation in the first place? How do we make that culture change so that writing down what we do is as important as to doing the things that we do as well? And it's not just about individuals and whether they want to do documentation or even teams and whether they value documentation. It's also about organizations and what they prioritize. Is there going to be so much pressure to deliver features that no one gets any time to do proper documentation? Culture change is never easy, but as an SRE capability engineer, it is something which I think is part of my job because without putting down information and writing it down, I don't think it's very easy to succeed in the world of SRE and to achieve the things that we want to achieve. Okay, we're going to finish with some recommendations. First of all, for your tooling, I would always recommend a web-based tool if you can because it's more accessible. Anyone can use it. Uh, Google uses Google Docs. Uh, we use Confluence in our organization. There are many other tools. I think the more accessible, the better. Tools that implicitly organize chaotic information, such as MediaWiki or Joplin, are great as well. Use visuals. So screenshots are fantastic. Uh, diagrams of solutions and systems to explain the flow of things or how things fit together. Fantastic. But not unnecessary images. We, we don't want just pictures for the sake of pictures. Now, this is a very specific thing maybe to Confluence, but we often have lots of information on a page and it's too much. So there is a expand object in Confluence where you can, you can bunch up a whole bunch of information and users who want to look at it can just click the expand button and that information pops out. That can be fantastic. So you can have a lot of information on one page, but it's all summarized down and people can expand the stuff which is relevant to them. When you're playing around with knowledge bases and documentation, do experiments and show them to people and get feedback on it. Increment, make changes. It's like a product, like anything else that we make in the software world. Another thing worth thinking about is utilizing other mediums other than just text and images, such as video and audio. For example, it might be much easier to do a video of how to do a particular business flow through an application than it is to produce a bunch of text and screenshots. My final challenge is what I said earlier. Let's make documentation satisfying and enjoyable. Let's make it a first-class citizen, something that we look forward to reading or contributing to. And if you do see, find some, or you make some great documentation, share what you've done with the community so we can all see what great looks like. Help inspire other people to do better. That's all from this episode of Performance Time. Thank you once again for tuning in. As I said, I'm taking the week off. Uh, I've got some memes lined up for the rest of the week, but 
I'll be back next week with more site reliability content. Catch you later.